brain Welcome into his frequency Enter at your own risk Come be at peace with me Ask the call Where we rise and don't fall Welcome back to another episode of Baxter's Buzz. I am your host, Baxter E. Hall. Welcome to my brain. Welcome to my frequency. Enter at your own risk. Now, uh, today I have a special guest. We've been trying to figure this thing out for a while. I'm, I'm happy that he's here. He's, the, um, he's an employment and business attorney and also a partner at Densmore & Shaw. He's also the president of the Society of HR Managers, the state of Michigan. So all 17 chapters, um, he is the head guy, a friend, and I'm excited for everyone to learn more about him. Mr. James Reed, welcome to Baxter's Buzz, my friend. Well, thanks for having me. I, I've been envious not being on before, so I feel like I've made it. <laughs> well, congratulations. It, you know, it's all, all due time. Um, and I appreciate you making time because I know how, how busy you are. Um, as it relates to sort of Father's Day, I thought it would be a good uh, conversation for us to have around just, um, you know, your responsibility or the responsibility that you feel as a dad, as a working dad. We talked about how busy we both are and moving around and doing all these things. Like when, when you think about your responsibility as, as a father and sort of balancing these things, like. How do you handle it all? How do you, how do you make sure that you're giving every everyone sort of what they need? I love the question, and I'm learning every day. But what has been working great for me is not working remotely. Uh, I feel that I like to go all in and give all my attention um, to my kids when it's daddy son time or daddy daughter time. And they can tell if I'm on the phone or distracted or not hearing that story that they're sharing. And so I give them my all. And when I'm at home, I don't want them to have to like, you know, uh, pretend I'm not there. I, I like it when they get excited and want to interact and play. So I always go to work at work. And then when I come home, it's like all in fun time. We're playing kickball. We're throwing the ball around. We're playing all these games and it's like the excited puppy waiting to see you when you make it that fun. Wow. Um, I, that's amazing. Uh, I don't know if I can do it because I do, I am at home so much for work and um, but I, I like the, the thought of sort of separating those things. I really try to keep my hours, my hours and try to unplug, but I'm not always, successful when I'm working at home, especially if I've been here all day, kind of knocking out some administrative things. And it's like, they come home and it's like, wait, I'm not ready to kind of like change lanes. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. The other challenge I have is my, my kids are like so professional or these rules at school. And when they come home, I feel like it's not fair to them to have all these additional rules that they're like, you know, like school environment still. Um, so I try to like let them be more their natural selves. I don't want to have them be like sometimes those, you know, fake students that are, you know, behaving so long as the teacher's there and they really want to, you know, be themselves a different way. So, so how do you do that? What do you, do you encourage just them 
like uh, my kids are crazy, like crazy in a good way, like energy, jokes, random dancing, you know, stories like you mentioned. Like, how do you encourage them to how do you make ensure that they feel like they can be themselves at home? So like they w- would love if I was doing the Zoom meeting at home, they would love to pop their head in and say hi or, you know, give me bunny ears or do something to try to embarrass me or take a funny picture of me or put some background on this Zoom account that would be something hilarious. And so instead of getting frustrated with any of that behavior in the professional setting, I just uh, welcome that conduct at home and, and roll with the punches and roll with the jokes and fun and just make sure for my real serious you know, attorney, client, privilege, communication about, you know, some serious situation. I can't have my, those distractions for my clients, not fair to them. So I, I just don't have those calls at home. Yeah, no, that I, I love that. I love that. When, when, um, you, before we sort of went on air, we were talking about the week and you were saying, uh, both kids are sort of great, you know, completing their, current years in school and feel like field day. That's a big thing, right? Yeah. Uh, go yeah, go so, on, talk about that. Yeah. So like my son is so excited for field day today and uh, they're going to have an ice cream party, social and celebration. And uh, you know, they're both doing the countdown because tomorrow's a half a day and to them, you know, graduating second grade and graduating sixth grade, is like a huge deal for them. And so I am going to be gone at a partner retreat in Kentucky tomorrow morning. So I'm going to miss their half day, you know, celebration party at the end of the year. So instead we had uh, an event where I did about six hours of just daddy son time where we celebrated on Sunday uh, as if, you know, if we were like celebrating his graduation and giving him hundred percent of my attention. And then separately I had daddy daughter where I, um, so for my son, I took him to Walmart to buy a Ryan toy. And then I came home and I played with him and I went swimming with him, just me and him. And then with my daughter, I took her to get her nails done and waited and went to the grocery store a couple of times, not knowing how long it takes to uh, give her that experience. And then she's like, can we continue this dad? Can we have, um, you know, daddy, daughter go out to dinner, just the two of us, because whenever my son comes, he eats super quick and wants to go play and she wants to do it slow and, you know, have the conversations. Something like that'd be great, great idea. So we went out to a a Mexican restaurant, took some pictures had a three course meal. And then she's like, dad, this was so fun. I never get to do this and do what I want. Can we continue this and go see a movie? And I'm like, yeah, this is a rare opportunity that she still wants to hang out with her dad. So I'm in. (laughs) We ended up going to a movie and, you know, we were out until almost 10 o'clock at night on a Sunday. It was just a great way, even though I often play with both together. I think it's also smart to have that one on one time. Yeah. You know, my my oldest is um, is my daughter. And, you know, they're three years apart, but it felt like it was so much easier to just, you know, when you have one, to just kind of give them that time, right? And then it's like, oh, well, now y'all got each other. Y'all don't need me and my, you know, but they do. They want that time. And it's important to sort of give them their own time because the dynamic is is different, right? 
It is. And uh, I, I think it, there was that age, like, um, and they were, they're also three years apart. And so like from like three to six, four to seven, five to eight, six to nine, that kind of worked. They played a lot of games together and did a lot of stuff together. But now that my daughter's in this tween stage where, uh, you know, I think she's more has her own hobbies and her own shows. And my son has his own hobbies and his own shows and they're not quite on the same page. So dividing and conquering is uh, becoming more realistic. So I need to know why you didn't get in the chair and get your nails done while your daughter was getting her nails done. That is a great question. So I had someone else ask me that when I shared the story and I have no response. I honestly, <laughs> if she would have asked me to do it, I would have done it in a heartbeat. Uh, and I didn't even think that was something that, you know, I could do for myself. And I've actually never done that before. So I almost need someone to like, you know, uh, encourage me to do it. Yeah. No, I'm giving you a hard time. I, I have not done it. I've painted my daughter's nails, but but I'm going to steal a page out of your book. I'm going to I'm going to take her to go get her her nails done. And I'm going to, you know, sit in and, and, and maybe get get a little pampering from myself, too. That's that. that and in hindsight, that would have been the best move because I could have been side by side with her and use that time to, you know, bond even more. A little extra chit chat. And you, you'd be surprised the the small things that are important to them that we just maybe sort of take for granted right yes but because i separate the work-life balance i feel both are super excited to see me so i almost feel like i have uh to give them all that energy like the bar is set there now where i don't want to lose it so I, I i put in the effort yeah no i think we can all um kind of aspire to kind of have that separation that, that you have. Um, I, I went to a conference years and years and years ago, and it was um, it, it was uh, one person that was speaking. It was, a, it was a woman. She was talking about working moms and the the theme. I'll never forget. It was like, love the one you're with. Right. Um, what was the themes like when you're at home, be at home, you know, when you are at work, be at work and, and don't have those those regrets or like feeling guilty that you're not, you know, just be present in the space that you're in. This is obviously years before the, this remote and hybrid sort of work environments. Do you have to put things in your calendar in order to make sure that they like get done or that you like, how do you prioritize that? Like that time? I do live by my calendar and I'm lucky where I use my assistant to organize my personal and professional calendar because you can't have a different calendar and go back and forth and really track everything. So uh, I live in I, everything. If it's not on my calendar, it's hard to uh, be present for that event unless it's outside of, you know, uh, expected work hours. Then I'll sometimes that is black off calendar time and I give it my all. But I learned at an early age through sports that there were times where, you know, you lose that tennis match or that basketball game and you reflect and say, you know, did that other team try 1% harder than me? And I think you learn over time that if you apply yourself at like 100% effort, you can achieve things you didn't know you were capable of, or it makes a difference at a high level, that extra effort 
uh, is the difference. That's part of the reason why home teams often do better in sports than the away teams. That they're trying a little harder for that crowd or they have that expectation to fulfill. And so I learning from that, try to go hundred percent all in and whatever I do. Yeah. Well, I, I can attest to, to that just from, from, you know, our relationship, you know, you, you're definitely all in you, you're, you know, the, the sharing piece of it, right. It, it's, it's, we talked about 17 different chapters inside of the state and you really do a good job of being present and making sure that you're providing the proper support. Talk about um, your position as, as president of, of, of Michigan Sherman. Like, um, again, you know, not your children, but they're, they're, the chapters want a certain amount of, you know, of your, of your time as well, right? How do, you, how do you balance that piece of it? I would say that there are some similarities there that you're alluding to because all of these roles are volunteer roles, all fully unpaid. And... <laughs> Uh, or they're taking money. They're taking more money than <laughs> right. And you're essentially working to try to, you know, get donations and get more membership and help with events. And it's a lot of tedious, kind of underappreciated service. And I think that what I try to do is bring a fun element to it where I try to have fun and not just go through like the monotone voice try to tell a joke here or there, or, you know, tell a story or ask other people to share a story. So I try to focus on relationships because uh, relationships, you know, make a huge difference. And if you can, you know, talk to them beyond just the work they're doing, like, hey, tell me two things I don't know about you or two truths and a lie, or, you know, tell me, you know, your favorite thing to cook or eat or hobby. I end up learning and connect with them in a way where it doesn't seem like work. You actually look forward to having fun. So like uh, there's some former directors that are going to national Sherm uh, next week, just be- because they, they miss the people and want to have fun with that. Those colleagues uh, that they interacted with in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, there's this, you know, we're, we're, we're still sort of dealing with, COVID and trying to maneuver, you know, people are coming back outside, now people are going back inside. Um, but that camaraderie, it's hard to replace it, even in a Zoom setting, right? It's nice to see people, you know, we've gone to a number of things to, you know, where we've been together at different. So just shout out to uh, Michigan Sherm, all the chapters that are trying to keep people engaged and connected, providing those resources. We know some of them have to be virtual. Some of, a lot of things are starting to be in, in person. So shout out to, to all the, the leaders and the, the folks that are participating because it ain't easy. It ain't easy. You're right. It's uh, a time commitment. So you got to find a way to use it as a way to grow yourself. Like, you know, I'm off, I'm flattered that I get to see other great leaders and learn from them on how to be a better leader and, you know, continue your education and grow your relationships. It ends up being fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before we close, I, I'm thinking about, um, I've, you know, I've had a, a few different conversations around this, this father's day piece and just, you know, sort of reflecting on my own like childhood and sort of all the, the larger list of things I need to do better today as, as a dad, um, when you think about um, 
your time as a, as a child now as you know a, you know raising your own family what are a couple of things that you're most proud about James well father's day makes me first and foremost think of my own father and i'm really proud of my father and all the life lessons that he instilled in me and still does instill in me and mentor me and i really want to let him know uh, how meaningful that was uh, for who I am. I would say that he's 90% of what created all of my good habits and my who I am. And I think that once I think about that, then I reflect and say, wait a minute, I probably have that much influence over my children too. And what an important role and responsibility I have and how can I instill all of the amazing things my father instilled in me, but also adjust and, you know, tailor the best way to raise your kids and not, you know, I think back in the day, some of the styles were a little more forceful and now I'm more letting my kids find their own way instead of directing what I think may be best for them. That's a comment that that's a thing that, that that's come up. It's just the, the way that we communicate with our children versus maybe, you know, our parents communicate with us and definitely like grandparents. And, you know, there's like this very old school way of it. Like um, when you think about the amount of information that the, the, the kids are exposed to these days, the amount of information that we're exposed to, we're obligated and, and I feel to do better because we know better, right? There are some things that, you know, we just don't necessarily, we didn't understand. Our parents didn't necessarily understand. Now we seeing some, some of the impact of some of the, the blind spots that they had. And, you know, we, we got to do better, right? I mean, we, it's, we owe it to I, our families. I feel that weight on the shoulders more than just about anyone. And the reason why is James McGregor Reed the first came from Scotland to America on the boat and essentially had nothing. And, uh, you know, then James the second improved things. My dad, the third improved things. And then I'm trying to improve things. And now my son, you know, it, it has that pressure on him and all of the family members in Scotland are basically only following the name because it's the same. my son, James McGregory, the fifth, they're just following because it's easy and you want to make sure each generation is you know, has a better foundation than the last and it's, you know, constant improvement. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And um, from my vantage point, I think you're setting uh, an amazing example and I appreciate you kind of joining and sharing, um, you know, some of, some of this, you know, uh, personal side of, of yourself with, with me in the audience. So thank you. No, thank you for having me. And I look forward to seeing you at future events and also, uh, I hear hearing your personal side is what distinguishes us from being a commodity. And I really think that if companies focus and families focus on relationships first, uh, a lot of good things will happen. That's right. That's right. And um, I'll put my bid in now that I got to have you back. We're going to talk a little bit more about some of the leadership piece and all that. But we, I wanted to make sure I highlighted some outstanding fathers and make sure we bring attention to, you know, pat ourselves on the back a little bit. Right um this time of year at least once at least once a year right uh, yeah I'll, I'll take it any reason to celebrate uh, I, i'm in and 
you know, happy early Father's Day to you as well. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So on behalf of James, um, I am Baxter E. Uh, for, for folks listening or, or watching, I just want everyone to know that you are all capable. You just have to embrace your own frequency. Um, and uh, thanks again, James. Until next time. Peace. Until next time. Welcome into his brain. Welcome into his frequency. Enter at your own risk. Come be at peace with me. Ask the Paul. Where we rise and don't fall.